0: Hey there, uh, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Um, this one is actually a fill-in for uh, one of the ones where our live stream uh, came down, unfortunately. So this is the first in our um, Psalms Ascend Descend theme. And so uh, we're, we're going to redo this. It will be a little bit different because you won't hear anybody uh, in the crowd or in the background or anything like that. Um, but it will, will kick off and kind of fill you in on what you might have missed. So uh in this theme, what we're what we're really talking about is journeying through life's ups and downs. And that's why it's called Ascend Descend. Um, uh, really just talking through, okay, what is what does life look like? Um how do we deal with the good times? How do we deal with the bad? So uh we're gonna pray before we get into the message today. God, we just thank you today that your word will speak to us, that you'll give us revelation, you'll give comfort, you'll give peace, you'll give strength. Lord, I pray that in our times where life's going good, you'll remind us of this message, of this, of these words from you. And Lord, that when times are going bad and we're in a decent season, that, uh, you, you will remind us of these words. And God, we're praying that you're just filling us with your wisdom and your strength and your knowledge as we, as we go through your word today. In your mighty wonderful name. Amen. So uh, today, there is no story. Instead, uh, I'd like you to do a thought exercise. Obviously, everyone loves exercise, right? It is the easiest kind of exercise, a thought exercise. So we've all had good times and bad times. What I want you to do now, I'll give you a couple of seconds, is I want you to think of one good time, and then I want you to think of one bad time. And maybe you'll just press pause on this, uh, on this podcast and be able to kind of take that time to think about it. Remember a time in your life that was good. And then, and that might have been, you know, when you got married. It might have been when you, uh, you know, had your first child. It might have been when you achieved something in life that you really wanted to, career or, or you know, a, an achievement. Be it if you're into a sport or whatever. Um, and then think of a time that was bad. And it might be the loss of a loved one. It might be a relationship breakdown. It might be, uh, you know, a health issue. Whatever those those times were. And what. I want you to do is is think of your life and how those things felt, both good and both bad. Then what I want you to ask yourself is, do you remember how your relationship with God was in each of those times? Did you have a good relationship with God when times were good and a bad relationship with God when times were bad? Or was your relationship with God really good when times were bad and you kind of slacked off when times were good. And I think there's lots of people that sit in, in either of those categories. And this is why we want to dive into this theme of how to journey life's ups and downs because those things are going to happen. We live in a fallen world. Those things are bound to happen to us. But how do we journey through them? How do we actually go through life um, with those ups and downs? And, and what does is, what is, uh, Scripture teach us? So today, before we dive into Psalms, I want to give you a little bit of context. So the book of Psalms is not one author. Um, It actually has multiple authors, the most prominent of which is King David. Now, um, the, the actual time span that... Um, the Psalms are written over is a really, really long time span. It's all the way from Israel's conquest, which is with Joshua, uh, all the way through to Israel's exile, which is uh, right up at the end with, you know, um, Ezekiel, Elijah, Daniel, like, like right up to the end. So there's many different times in which the context of time, Psalms is set. It's a really, really, really long span. That's circa a thousand years or more. It's a long time span across all of Israel. So what that means is that there's really... Um, different types of psalms, and throughout the series, if you've been paying attention and you're listening to this late, uh, you will have heard us talk about the different types of psalms, and and we've gone through worship, lamentations, thanksgiving, um, battle psalms, uh, prophecy, lots of different lots of different ones. Um, but today we want to look at three main categories, and uh, they make up a really large part of the psalms. They're, you know, the the vast majority of the psalms. Um, but what we want to do is is unpack three of those areas. And those three areas are worship, lamentation, and thanksgiving. So first, we're going to dive into worship. Now, the definition of worship is recognizing the glory of God and expressing your love for Him, or or maybe that's best put as placing Him at the center of your life. That, as, as a definition, is not that worship is a... Act of standing and raising your hands, and although that's what it might look like in church, the actual act of worship is a a heart position. It's a it's an expressing of your love for God and putting Him in His rightful place at the center of your life, at the top of the priority list, and recognizing and giving Him the the glory that He is deserving of. Although He's deserving of far more than we could ever give Him, it is an understanding of where God is in in your priorities. Now, why, why is that important? Remembering that God is the author of all Scripture, right? All Scripture is God-breath and, and useful for teaching. So why would it be important for God to put worship into the book, right? Into the book of Psalms, into the Bible. So what is the importance to God? Firstly, in the Ten Commandments, God asks us to have no other gods. The idolatry of the Israelites throughout all of this time, even of the writing of the book of Psalms, but even before that and even often after it, is the idolatry of the the Israelites is seen as the worst thing that can possibly happen. Whenever Israel falls, whenever the the country goes into uh, not following God, the absolute worst of it, is idolatry the absolute worst of it is worshiping something else other than god if uh, it is listed as the most important commandment so when jesus is asked by the pharisees what is the what's the most important uh, law what's the most important commandment and jesus says love the lord your god Right? jesus says the, the the second is love your neighbor right and all of the commandments hang on those two things and and so even Jesus, God in bodily form empowered by the Holy Spirit, says the most important thing is to love the Lord your God. And so, worship, being that act of expressing our love to him and placing him at the center of our life, is actually the top priority of importance to God. It is so important to him. It is part of it is the love that we were created for in relationship with him. And so worship psalms are actually incredibly important, not only to God, but to us. With the importance to us, it is how we enter God's presence, right? It is a humbling of ourselves by acknowledging that God is glorious and God is good and that that not only to our own uh, detriment, like not, not a self-deprecating kind of um, thought process, but a Uh, humbling and acknowledging that how good is God that he would accept me. It is also how Jesus tells us to pray. He says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, The start of the prayer that Jesus tells us of how to pray, the, the structure is to begin with worship, to begin with Really exalting God and putting him as the first, you know, God, hallowed be your name, right? You are the Father in heaven. Your kingdom come, not not my kingdom come, not what I want to do, God, but what you want to do. It's important to us also because it resets our hearts and our minds. I say reset because it takes us back to the purpose that we were created for, to love him. It is It is purposefully resetting. Our minds get so messed up with all of the stuff that we go through, with all of life's ups and downs. We can get messed up with pride. We can get messed up with all of these things, right? And it takes us back to what we were created for, to love God. It is so vastly important. I want to remind you maybe of those times that you were thinking about earlier in the thought exercise, the good times and the bad times. And what was your worship life like? when you were in those good times and in those bad times? And is that what you wanted it to be? I'm going to give you a couple of examples of worship psalms. Uh, I'll give you two examples and then I'll read one out and you'll see that pattern follow throughout the message today. Um, They're just to point you in the right direction, but there are a ton of worship psalms. So if you want to, you can just Google worship psalms and you'll find a ton. Uh, But I'm going to give you a couple of examples to go and read uh, from this message today. So Psalms chapter 8. Great worship psalm, Psalm chapter 145, awesome worship psalm. And then we're going to read out Psalm chapter 93. It says, The Lord reigns, He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. Indeed, the world is established, firm, and secure. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up. Lord, the seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters. Mightier than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your statutes, Lord, stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days. How beautiful to put God in his rightful place at the center of our lives. At the the absolute glorious king of all creation. The second type of psalm that we want to talk about for your life today is is lamentations, and lamentations can be defined as a passionate expression of grief or sorrow, a complaint, in particular a complaint to God, and that that uh, begs the question, what about how is that important to God? Like how how does God author or, or why does God author? complaints against himself or complaints against life to him from, from humans? Why would it be that God wants to uh, hear from us? If all scripture is God breath, why would God put so much lament in scripture? I want to talk you through that. Part of loving your children is listening to them. It doesn't mean that you'll always be moved by them. Uh, your kids might complain. They might you know, kick and scream and carry on. It doesn't mean that you'll always be moved by them. But part of it is that you will listen to their complaint. Relationship is both ways. It's, it's there in the good times and there in the bad times. It's there in the ascent and it's there in the descent. You, as a parent, you know that. Well, God isn't just there for our good times. He's there to help us go through grief, go through sorrow, go through pain, And he wants to know that we're heard. He wants us to know that we're heard. We may or may not understand the plan that God's got for us in this time. But we have a father who wants to hear us, wants us uh, to be with him through thick and thin. We have the most amazing father who is there for us in the good times and in the bad. And we know that God is not the author of the bad times. But we do know through scripture that God is, Whatever the devil plans to use for evil, God will turn for good. And so we know that that God is there for us even in those hard times. And so what is the importance to us? Now, God isn't our vending machine, right? But that doesn't mean that he doesn't want to help us. Just like your husband or wife isn't there to serve you and every want or will that you've ever got, right? They're there for the relationship. Or your parents aren't just a vending machine that you go and ask for anything that you want, right? Your parents are there to teach and to discipline and to build you, right? It means that we have a father, the best possible father, that we can lean on him rather than on our own understanding. And he understands what we go through. Just like Elijah was renewed in the presence of God when he was so scared of um, Jezebel and, and being killed, right? That that he didn't understand, just like we were renewed in that presence, that God knows that we're there to bring our needs to him and we will find a refreshing in him. So, I'll give you a couple of examples of uh, this, of the lamentation Psalms. So, uh, Psalm 74 and Psalm 90 are really good ones to go and read, uh, but we're going to talk about Psalm 42. So probably one of the most famous psalms. Um, as a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, the living God. Where, When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to um, go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Saviour and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of the Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love. At night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is my God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. The third type of psalm that we want to look at today is thanksgiving and the definition of thanksgiving is the expression of gratitude particularly or especially to god and uh this is really good in a in a time of uh ascend is to to keep us humble but we'll go into that a little bit more in a second but um, what is the importance to god right what is what is the importance uh to god of our thanksgiving Similarly to worship, it is a way of showing how much we value and appreciate God for who he is, for his character, and for what he's done. God also appreciates being thanked. It's, I know that sounds weird, but this is very scriptural. In Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19, Jesus, it says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled among the border between Samaria and Galilee, Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Wow. Jesus wanted the appreciation. He wanted the thanksgiving. He, he was almost uh, offended or, or upset that only one returned to say thank you. The importance to us is that gratitude helps to keep us humble. It allows us to recognize that the good things we have, both in life now and the gifts we receive in eternity, are all from God. It means that we don't get filled with pride. It protects us from pride. It aims that we're never purposefully undervaluing what God's done for us. Thanksgiving keeps us humble, and it also keeps us with the perspective of just how good God is. James 1.16 says, To 18 says, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all that he created. There's a few examples of this. Uh, Psalm 98, Psalm 91. Uh, We're going to go into Psalm 34. and, And a little bit of context here is that this is David. After he has been forgiven and restored for for his uh you know murderous acts, he is restored by God and he and and through God uh, or working in David, David writes, "I will extol the Lord at all times, His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord, let the afflicted hear and rejoice, glorify the Lord with me, let us exalt his name together." I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to blot out their name from all the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. I want to remind you, In that uh, verse, that David, he understands that he's righteous by faith alone. Not that he was righteous by his acts because God stayed with uh, David because of his faith, not because of his righteous acts. And so when David is talking about that God is with the righteous, it is not that God follows the righteous. It's that righteousness follows those who are with God. So today... You might be in an ascend season. I want to encourage you to pray with a heart of thanksgiving, remembering that it is God who gives you all good things, protecting your heart from pride and also keeping God in his rightful place at the center of your heart. He's deserving of your gratitude, so don't let a good season distract you. Maybe that would be better said as don't let a good season go to your head. Today, you might be in a decent season, and I want to encourage you to pray with lamentations bring your pain to god faith is a reliance on him in whatever season let him guide you and let him lead you but first let him hear you it's okay to bring your pain and problem to him he's not only the most understanding and loving but he is also the one that is only he's the only one capable of bringing a miracle into your situation regardless of which season you're in today worship he is worthy of your love, regardless of your situation. Never forget to worship. Be with Him in humble adoration. God, we thank you today that Your Word brings revelation to our life. That Your Word is the book of of living water. Like God, we just we're praying today that this this revelation pours out in our life. That no matter what season we're in an ascend season or a descend season, God, that we're, we're reminded to give thanks, reminded to worship you, reminded that we can bring our complaint to you, reminded that you are the best Father who gives us all good things, who's worthy to be praised, and who hears us in our times of of pain and torment. God, I thank you for everything that you have done and for who you are. You are a wonderful, mighty king. Your mighty, wonderful name. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in today. And uh, we just praying that you're having a great week and uh that that hopefully this isn't a sin season for you uh, but if it's not hey we want to pray with you we want to be there for you so please reach out hello at infinitychurch.org um, just shoot us an email uh, we would absolutely love to be there with you to pray with you and uh and go through whatever season you're you're going through help you out in those times love you see you soon